This episode of the Trail Show Podcast is brought to you by Visit Spearfish. You definitely need to know about this outdoor oasis. Nestled in the Black Hills of South Dakota, the town of Spearfish has rugged trails, breathtaking waterfalls, and some of the best breweries in the region. Find your adventure. Request your copy of the Spearfish Adventure Guide at visitspearfish.com. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! Long-time listener, first-time caller. Arriba, 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 tota! It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Junaid Special 41 Daoud. And I can't help but think that, you know, Trail Show Bob. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's the Trail Show. Arriba, 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 I like our new intro. Coming to you live from the Bobby Walters studio in Arvada, Colorado's historic beer district. This is The Trail Show. And we are live once again in Studio 2B at our Jefferson County Telecasting Complex. Ladies and gentlemen, The Trail Show is a monthly mashup of all things trail. and has been downloaded over three quarters of a million times in 150 countries across the globe. We are on air, on demand, and heard worldwide on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Google Play, and at thetrailshow.com. The band is back together again in studio this month. We have P.O.D. We have Special <laughs> 41. <laughs> we have Out of Order. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> we have Mike DiLorenzo. Get on the trail! Whoa, wrong sound. Oh. We have... <laughs> oh. That that was rude. I, I'm sorry. That that was a mistake. <laughs> Dilo, my fingers slipped so far. My fingers. We have Katie Salty Gerber. Wait, Hello. I don't get a redo. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. whoa. We have Mike oh. D. <laughs> Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Get on the trail. What? What? Katie yep. Salty Gerber. Because I interrupted. Already, no, I already did. It's good. It's <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. But ladies and gentlemen, she was taping a special across the hall, in studio. Our guest this month, special guest. It's the better half. Of the, the Twinkle Monica Shattuck sibling duo. It's Monica Shattuck, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Monica Shattuck. What's up, guys? Money. And Meadow the dog is here. Yep, Meadow's here. Monica, thanks so much for guesting with us tonight. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us what the special was you were recording across the hall? <laughs> Most people have that. Oh, look at there. It's playing again. Most people have that same reaction. I think when we ask special. That question, when we first had him to guest on, he said something lewd. I don't remember exactly I what it was. I probably did. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like me. All right, P.O.D., let's set the table and tell folks what's on the $3 well, buffet We had today. some delicious pizza, and uh, we've got some voyeurs in the studio. We got, we've got uh, Craig Pisco Gully. What a guy. Hey. And we've got Buddy Sessoms, not Sessions. Not Sessions. And Buddy brought us... Um, a oh, pecan yeah. pie and a key lime pie just for out of order. More importantly, the key lime pie because yeah. that no, is I the think, I, I top pie I don't think that we need to shame. Shame on special for yeah. talking. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not interrupting. I, 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 am, I am dissenting. I, 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 this court does but, not rule unanimously But you on dissented by interrupting. Pie. In fact, when Buddy brought out the key lime pie out of order, actually tied his hands behind his back and just went at it. It was crazy. <laughs> he just put his face straight yeah. in it. 
Let's it. see. What do we got today? We've got um, our Trail of the Month, the Pyrenees High Route with uh, Monica Shattuck. And uh, let's see. what We got trips. Looks like some people went on trips. Some of us didn't. <laughs> we probably have an audio clip yeah. from Moon Kid is my guess. We've got a trail tip. We've got uh, an audio clip from Her Odyssey, which is a little dated, but I think it'll still work. Uh, let's see. We've got our iTunes top, iTunes top five. We got some salty snacks. We actually have lots of salty snacks. Buddy Sesame actually brought some salty snacks too, some cashews. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a trail show hotline. Triple uh, O is like unveiling the trail show love line, I guess. We've Whoa. got some mail. We've got some ask a hiker. Um, we got some gear review. You know, all the good stuff. Same, same. And do we have Mike, Mike DiLorenzo's Lorenzo's Beer of the month? month? Give me the cans. Give me all the cans. Dilo, you got cans? I, got, got? I need some cans to read, people. Yes, we do have a beer, many beers of the month this month, holding in my, in my two hands, one of my left, one of my right, hence my two hands. We have Sweetwater Brewing Company out of somewhere Georgia. in Georgia. Georgia. Not really. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's Atlanta, which is not really the South, but it's Georgia nonetheless. And here we have the G13 IPA. And they took an already dank IPA and married its hops with strain specific terpen- terpenes, terpenes and man. natural hemp type flavor. The result is an aromic, super hybrid, sticky IPA that's ready to rip. <laughs> At 6% ABV, it's a fine, <coughs> quaffable IPA that's light on the mouthfeel. And in my other hand, that would be my Pass right hand. Pass that one, Is a, another beer from Sweetwater, the Triple Tail, which is a tropical India Pale Ale. And the tro- this is a tropical approach to the IPA style. Triple Tail weaves juicy and bodacious hops with notes of papaya, pineapple, and passion fruit into this lush, Hop forward IPA, creating a mouth-watering vacation for your senses. At 5.5% ABV, you can lean back and drink these all day long because that's not enough alcohol to really impact most people. <laughs> sure, it will be refreshing. Might not be enough alcohol, but it will be refreshing. From sun up to sundown, also from the Sweetwater Brewing Company. We also already had a uh, Crowler from Cannonball Creek, which was an IPA of sorts. It was Oh, it was Tiny Hands. Yeah. It was Trump's Tiny Hands IPA. Courtesy of Buddy, Buddy Sessoms. Buddy Sessoms. So thanks for that, too. It's, it's just like it's Buddy Sessoms night. It's, bringing it us, it's like Santa. It's bringing us all the treats. <laughs> By the way, who, who sent us that Georgia beer, P.O.D.? That is from Steve Swept Away, but last trail show, y'all called me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on. Hood. Cool. Wow. That's Thank you, Robin Hood. Name. And that is Robin the full Hood. official trail name. Yes. Yeah. It's not you got to say Robin the whole Hood. thing. Swept whole, Away, yeah. but the trail show called me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on. It's his official Hood. trail name. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into trail news. Ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we have trail news with Special 41. Here it is. <laughs> that is awesome. Where did that come from? Yeah, that came in the vault, man. I found that way deep in the trail show vault. I thought that was Delo. <laughs> that, that was Delo. Oh, man. I don't, I don't remember that. Uh, but not live. Oh, that's wow. because there, there wasn't much to remember from that night, probably. <laughs> Gosh. I think that was back okay. in the days of the CMC basement. Oh, those were good days. Oh, man. 
toilet paper dancing and all sorts of things. Plungers. Okay. Plunger assaults. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I've barely begun. Oh I, we already need to whack the tubes, I feel like. Yeah, yeah should I? <laughs> should I? Okay. All right. Oh, my God. It's, it's like so full. It's like problematic. So, uh, oh, star- why? Starting off today, we're going to talk about the, the House passed the, uh, the historic public lands package. Uh, this includes the permanent reauthorization of the uh, LWCF, the Land Water Conservation Fund. So this is very good news. Um, and uh, even better news is, you know, so, so now both houses of Congress have passed this. Uh, and this was just a few days ago, actually. Um, but, uh, but now Trump is actually expected to sign it. So this, this looks like it's going to actually happen. And, and if it does... It will also mean um, new wilderness lands that have been designated, uh, as well as a few other good things. Um, it's basically, you know, backcountry anglers and fishermen, they've got good things to say about it. Like, uh, it's pretty much roundly being celebrated as a, as a good thing for public lands. So, uh, yeah, starting off the month with some good stuff. Yay! Um, Guess everyone else in here is dead. So now that you got uh, uh, a good flavor in your mouth, we're gonna wash that out with uh, with the announcement of Natural Light uh, has made a new beer. What? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a strawberry lemonade beer. We have some in studios. Uh, allegedly, uh, it's pretty great. This uh, the the can. Uh, so the okay, let me back up. The article on, that, that I'm referencing uh, th- that announced this, um, the title is Natty Light's New Beer is a Strawberry Lemonade Flavored Design Crime. Now, Out of Order thinks that this is a beautiful can, I th- so I think he should maybe chime in here and tell us <laughs> what this can looks like, So just, just for the, the listeners. For all of those who believe in truth in advertising, Natty Light has crafted a can that perfectly captures what this beer is. It's a strawberry lemonade... It's made, it's the tagline is for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. And that sounds <laughs> terrible and totally artificial. And their can is displayed with, with many, many pink flamingos, the, pl- <laughs> the plastic kind that are totally artificial. And uh, I think it's just beautiful and brilliant. It it's looks like, like kitschy. Yeah, it looks like a sunset and a sunrise all in one. And I don't know. It's just, it really inspires you. D'Lo <laughs> is wow. going to be so inspired it's, later. That's yes. right. Yes. More to come. Yeah. Well, there's more to do, come. Do more to come. Just stay You're tuned. not going to let me break that news? No. No. You okay. can break the news when it happens. Okay. If it I'm going to want my sound effect. Don't worry. I got you covered. Uh, in any case, yeah, uh, check help. your uh, local the, bo- the bottom of your beer aisle or something because <laughs> that's probably where it's it, at. By the way, it was only $3.25 for a six-pack. Wow. What? Are, Are you serious? Me? Yeah. A sixer. Beautiful. So that should tell that's you in uh, about like, their quality expectations. Do you know in Florida it's going to be like a dollar? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so how dare you? They're trying to make sure everyone can afford beer. Is That's that right. is that a crime? Is that a crime? I'm just giving <laughs> some stats. <laughs> you can be overly sensitive and interpret them however you want. I mean, I I don't think that it's going to be a uh, a celebrated connoisseur beer. <laughs> it it might join the, the the ranks of like the Montucky cold snacks or something like yeah. that. But it's, this is not going to be something. Or how about we're like, like, like where we're going to roll into a restaurant and be like, oh look at that, they've got the uh, they, they've got that natty uh, lemonade one. That's oh, let's get that. How about you know? the uh, Bud Light Lamrita? Bud God, Light Lamrita. Well, I I yeah, I know you like sworn off all oh, okay. Bud products. Okay. I think it's we live in Colorado. A- we drink Coors, okay? Yeah, come on, man. But 
The yeah. Montucky cold snacks. <laughs> you haven't had any? I have had one. They had okay. them. At, they had them at all the West. Yeah, we, we've we've had them on the show before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least we were drinking them on the show. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Dirtmonger. Yeah, Dirtmonger. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Okay. All right. So next up, um, so for about two decades uh, at the Grand Canyon, there were some five-gallon containers of uh, uranium ore, radioactive uranium ore, uh, just kind of like hanging out. Um, and they, for quite a while, were stored right next to where they used to do these junior ranger programs uh, and other interpretive things. Um, Don't mind if I... Yeah. So it it was, like, to the point where, like, there's a good possibility that, like, kids might have been sitting on these buckets at some point in time sort of a deal. They apparently, like, were radioactive, and at significant levels, uh, I think they said something about, like, within about 30 minutes, you made of like being close to them you could have some significant impact or whatever like a significant dose what about the people that worked in that office space yeah they're doing an investigation um (laughs) yeah you think yeah uh so like osha and everybody else has been involved so now the the one article that i did read about it i will say that it seemed to be like um most of the information was coming from one person who was kind of seem to be tailoring themselves as a whistleblower. But from what I read in the article, it wasn't clear that, that the National <laughs> Park Service had not already been doing stuff. This fellow or person just like felt like they weren't doing enough or something. So I, I don't feel like it was a true like whistleblowing sort of a scenario. <laughs> but in, in any case, they're doing an investigation. Uh, they're they're going to see like what the actual exposure risk was. Um, and kind of go from there. Okay. But, but as as of now, the, like there's not any like, oh yeah, you know, Bob the janitor used to have his sandwich lunch break uh, sitting <laughs> on that bucket, and now he's got ass cancer or anything like that. <laughs> but but I mean, like you never oh know. My God. Whoa. <laughs> but, Whoa. But the new two-headed bears should be a real draw for visitors. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Okay. That's a tough story. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it, it's it's tuned. definitely pretty no bueno. I mean, like, as a geologist, I got to say, like, if, you, if you've got some uranium rocks, like, maybe keep track of where they're at and don't just kind of leave them sitting around. In a bucket at the... For 20 years. Where the Junior Ranger program is. Yeah. 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 Pretty inappropriate, guys. Uh, next up, some better news, uh, but also National Park. Uh, we, we have a new one. Um as part of the omnibus spending bill, uh, they created a new national park. Now, this was previously a national lakeshore, as uh, the Indiana Dunes National Lakeshore. Um, and in the article that I read about it, they they talk about this being a really ecologically rich place with, um, it says more more plant um, species than Hawaii, which I I'm gonna have to dig into because I don't I don't know I don't know man I don't know. Uh, Mike DiLorenzo. Uh, just a quick question. You used the word uh, omnibus spending bill, and I'm just wondering if you could clarify what the word omnibus actually means. I'm afraid we don't have time for that. Because I've seen the word omnibus. I've heard the word omnibus in my I, life. I think it's kind of a fancy word for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Is that what it's... Really? So, yeah, does so anybody know? So you've seen it certain? lots of times, but you haven't looked it up? No, I've never oh, really bothered. It hasn't really... Until now, I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, 
Just go to askjeeves.com and you can type in. <laughs> so no one in this room question. tonight. There are there's like eight of us in this room. Nobody I mean, knows what the word trail show legal means. should be. Yeah, 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 but I'm pretty sure the description that I gave is out of order, man. So I'm just a bunch of stuff. Omnibus is a colloquialism because way back in, I think it was the early 70s, but it might have been uh, in the 60s even, um, they were trying to pass a giant bill that had to do with like 15 different um, agencies, and they needed a way to describe this, and so they thought of a lot of the... the um, the legislative people were staying in the Omni Hotel, and they would all ride in together on the Omni no, bus. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, you're just having <laughs> fun with this now. This is total BS. This is total BS. No, no, all right, no. next story. How about a wah, 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 wah. I'll tell you what. Late, later on, we'll look it up, and then we'll record the answer, and then we'll just we'll just we'll drop it. Yeah, we'll just drop okay. it right in there. Excellent. Okay, that sounds great. Right. Thanks, everyone. In any case, they created this national park uh, from what was previously the the um, national. Lakeshore. Uh, it's known for its uh, tall dunes. They can reach up to like almost 200 feet. Um, it's got over 1,100 different plant species, and it's about 50 miles from Chicago, uh, which is the third largest city. Apparently, you can get to it within an hour's drive from lots and lots of different places. It's already one of the most visited places uh, in the state, so this is expected to up those numbers. Um, so yeah, if you're a, a, a stamp collector, Take your passport over to Indiana Dunes National Park because they're going to be able to help you out now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Next up. Uh, we got Sand Dunes right here. We got Sand Dunes National Park right here. I'm not going to Indiana. But we don't have that. Indiana right here. So let the Indiana that's, people have something. That's true. I'm glad for them. Yeah, P.O.D. What the F, man? <laughs> Yeah, bro. Why are you hogging all the sand dunes? Come on, man. Uh, While you're enjoying sand dunes, be careful not to get trapped in quicksand like the guy in uh, in Zion. Uh, He and his friend were out hiking, and uh, he actually got his legs stuck into some quicksand uh, up to his knee. Him and his friend tried to free himself, but they weren't able to do so. Uh, he was there about 11 hours before the park <laughs> rangers finally uh, oh, got there and managed man. to extract him. That's a he long time to go without going to the bathroom. I don't know that he didn't go to the bathroom. I mean, he doesn't say that. That's a high anxiety let's not, let's situation. Not um, but yeah, he was he was suffering from uh, exposure and hypothermia. It was pretty cold weather. And uh, after they got him out, they ended up, they had to keep him like there. It wasn't safe because of weather to like airlift Uh him out so the rescuers had to stay in the park actually until like you know into the next day like late later the next day before they were finally able to get him out of there it's a long rescue yeah man uh but can you imagine like no getting your leg (laughs) stuck in in quicksand would be like oh my god this is for real oh that's pretty crazy i thought that was just the cartoons i mean yeah. I mean, that would be pretty in- insane, but then for 11 hours later to still be there, you know, and then once you're, once you're out, like, you can't you can't go home, and like, yeah. it's like, well, hunker down, we're going to hang out. In your uh, researching of this news item special, <laughs> did you come across any of some, some sort of, like, best practices to avoid quicksand or what to do if you find yourself in quicksand, or maybe did they cover those things in this article? And uh, if so, would you, are you prepared to talk about that? Gosh, I don't remember reading that in here. Um, That's an about. I would show. generally say don't step in it. 
<laughs> well, having watched The NeverEnding Story, you have to keep uh. a positive attitude because if you don't, you sink in. Everyone, no one? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're right. You're story right. Falcor! Falcor! Say my betrayal. name! Betrayal! Say my name! Positive attitude. Sorry, I apologize. Triple O, see what you did? Why? And especially, Triple O, when you, you um, live in Florida, where there is probably more quicksand than, let's say, Colorado. Nah, it's all retired in Florida. Right? It's not very quick. <laughs> all right, oh so let's God. see. Yeah, so, so he's firing on all eights tonight, ladies and gentlemen. On oh tonight's boy. trail show, we have not defined the word omnibus, nor provided <laughs> any tips to avoid quicksand incidents. I think that's pretty standard. Let's move us. on. We, we already we already <laughs> said we were going to drop the the answer to omnibus okay. later. We, we'll do it. We'll do it. All right, come on. We got to get through this segment. Yeah, for God's sakes, people. Come on, man. It's already all right. Uh, it's already it's already eleven p.m. Come on. <laughs> Next up, uh, Six Moon Designs has introduced a new line of ultralight trail umbrellas. Now, I only add this in as uh, trail news because I discovered this the day after our last taping when uh, someone from Six Moon Designs could have told us about this and maybe well, given <coughs> us some... I have a confession. Uh, P.O.D. and I are the proud o- owners of two brand new Six Moon Designs Silver Shadow Carbon umbrellas. Mm-hmm. And they are quite lovely, my friend. And are we? Are Yes, we are. Oh. You didn't even know. I didn't. I didn't tell you because you were at work when they showed up. And okay. I wasn't. Cool. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, all good. Yeah, it's. Thanks, uh, yeah, thanks, all good. If Thank you yeah. so much. That's if, awesome. If you're into yeah. silver umbrellas, and you should be, you definitely no. want to check these out. Do so do they clip onto your no, straps? That, is, that is a failed strategy. Terrible. Tell me why that failed. It seems if like it windy? should just be love, but you don't do it if it's windy. If it's calm, Come on, man. It's like always that? windy and raining at the same time. Come on. The, the wind will always do the thing that is most convenient for yes. your day. Yes. Uh, out of and order? And if you get out an umbrella, I, we know what that means. D'Lo, you're an umbrella carrier, right? I am an umbrella carrier, and I have never succeeded in doing this. The so only I'm way that wondering. I've ever managed to do it is by like sort of tucking it into my, uh, uh, you know, the water bottle straps on a ULA? Yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 I've been able to do it there. But again, it's not a- worth any it. kind of wind at all, and... Ch- done and then you're like trying to recover your your umbrella out of order would you please share your thoughts uh let's move on okay (laughs) (laughs) no no i for the sun too it's always windy when it's sunny yeah always and also you need to be moving your umbrella when it's sunny get the best and when you're like pushing through big brambles and and where you want that umbrella to sit is going to depend on where the the sun is and like which way you're walking and stuff let's get into angles any any one this is your department Okay. Yeah, there's not. You'd have to have a very. Yeah, it's just no. No, no. no. Let's move In on. In any case, there's three kinds. Uh, check out Six Moon Designs and um, All Good. You can uh, apologize by sending me one, uh, buddy. Oh, no, we paid for him, man. Buddy? Oh. What does Buddy have to do you with this? You got a pony up $45. Oh. Oh, we paid for him? <laughs> oh. Okay, so, so, let's, let's sorry, All Good. I didn't mean to besmirch your good name. But you should have told us. I didn't even know. Ron Moak told me. I had to me, find man. out from the internet. What? <coughs> Internet, man. Let's move on. Okay, back on the trail. All right, this is the last story. Oh, thank God. I I know. God. You should see, like, all the other ones I cut out. No, I'd rather not. Uh, So um, we had to talk about this. There was a fellow here in uh, Colorado. Yes. Up at Horsetooth Mountain Open Space, which for non-Coloradans is the northern portion of the state up there by uh, Fort Collins. 
Uh, Travis Kaufman uh, was uh, going out for a run, and he got attacked by a juvenile mountain lion. It uh, it was pretty persistent in his attack of him. Um, it ended up at one point like um, clamping onto his his hand or like his forearm and uh, and wouldn't let go. And he like tried to bash it with a rock uh. and stuff. And uh, it was still like trying to hold on. He he ended up choking it out and and to death. <laughs> I know it's so amazing. Yeah, this guy is so incredible. Pretty epic. So pretty insane story. Uh, he you know he's like. He stepped on its neck. Yeah. That's how he suffocated. He hit it with a rock, and then he was able to get it off his hand, and then he s- yeah. stepped on it. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. That was not a detail. Foot to the that? throat. Yeah. Uh. That's a, the thing is, it was a cub. It was only like four months old, and they think they estimated it weighed around 40 pounds. And if you look at the pictures of the guy in the hospital, to think about what he looked like from just a four-month-old cub... Man, there's no well, way. Now, now the estimates the, of of the weight have been like weird. They've varied. That's because, yeah. that's because the, the uh, yes, his siblings ate him. Yeah, yeah. But that was the most recent one I saw. They estimated him about. Yeah, in any case, it was definitely a young a young lion. But can you? I mean, it's crazy. Like forty pound cat sounds giant to me, but to think that it was only four months old and to see what it did to that guy for sure Whoa. and 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 then to imagine like if it had been a yes. full grown forget about lion, it or even forget one about that was it. just like a a, a more a year old juvenile yeah yeah um no way but pre- pretty crazy um yeah he he's he actually doesn't look that bad like if you watch some of the now he videos or whatever he's hey, got I, some some actually cuts and stuff on his face but. i grabbed some audio from oh, his did you? interview yeah let oh, me okay. let me just play that the man or beast <laughs> that i run from <laughs> Ain't been born, this is and his mama's already dead. I ain't running from nothing. I never have in my whole life, and I ain't gonna start now. And you're not gonna sacrifice my babies for some damn bear. And I raised both hands in the air, and I cussed at him. Yeah, get out of you, <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me like, go f yourself. Wow, that was an incredible interview. He's so eloquent too. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 what, what's amazing is how he was able to to really give that interview with such like calm clarity. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I had to recount my own tale of, of strangling a mountain lion, like yeah. I'd probably be a little bit more quiver voiced. You know, yeah. like, I don't think I'd be able to maintain my composure so, like that. That's so amazing. wait a minute, no one in this room has ever strangled a mountain lion. No. <laughs> Really? No. Like, I did once on the omnibus. Yeah, I did too. I, <laughs> no, I mean when I, I when I got in a fight with a mountain lion, I just punched <laughs> it in the face and it fell down, and I didn't. I didn't oh, have you didn't to have to strangle, strangle it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like one punch and it was I done. G- yeah, so, yeah, I should have I mean, clarified. Yeah. I I haven't strangled a mountain lion, but I have kicked one when it was kind of gnawing at my ankles. You know, I, I kicked it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. all right, the that's all you got. <laughs> wow, that just uh, hurt my eardrums. And there it goes, ladies and gentlemen. Special forty one. It's out the door, and we have to take a break. When we come back, we are going to have Trail of the Month covering the Pyrenees High Route with Matic. Don't go anywhere. have a trail name 
and I don't listen to the trail show. That was a mystery promo. Whoa. From Dan Hugely. Oh, who sent us the huge beers. We've got Trail of the Month this month. It is the Pyrenees High Route. We've got Maddock in studio to talk to us about her hike of the PHR. Although, don't people call it the HRP? Like HRP, yeah. Hot Route Pyrenees. Correct. You got it. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So, it is a trail that borders Spain and France and kind of hops back and forth, right? Yep. And you hiked it last summer. Mm-hmm. Summer? Summer. With July. Twinkle and Grace. Correct. Former trail show guests. Guests and voyeurs. And vo- <laughs> hey, now. Uh, all right. Well, so just uh, tell us the basics. Where does it start? Where does it end? How long is it? In which direction did you hike it and why? Ooh, great question. So it's about 500 miles. You already said it, but it basically borders Spain and France. So you switch sides like almost daily. Um, and it goes coast to coast, which is pretty cool. So we started in the Atlantic and then ended ended in the Mediterranean. Okay. Yep. And is there any advantage to go in one direction or the other, or does it really matter? Um, I think it's more popular the way that we did it. I'm huh. to- completely honest. I'm not sure why. And what, <laughs> what month did you hike it in? In July. Okay. And what was that like? Was it hot? Was there still snow? We There was a ton of snow. It was like a really unexpected... Um, amount of snow that year so we were not prepared we ended up having to buy uh, like micro spikes ice axes because there's a lot of high passes so tons of snow but we we didn't luck out too much with the weather okay yeah you had bad weather we had pretty bad i remember seeing twinkles uh in steve feed and it seemed like there was a lot of rainstorms and stuff tons of rain yeah we got dumped on pieces of the pyrenees high route piggyback and coincide with the gr11 and the gr10 is that right yeah yeah so it jumps on those a little bit but it tends to stay high yeah so you're staying like in between the two of them on the mountains yeah pod that's what we should have done well there's a lot of things we should have done (laughs) and shouldn't have done (laughs) yeah this isn't about us this harkens back to I think our third or fourth trail show in 2012, we covered the GR11. POD and I just hiked it, and we picked August to hike it, and it was uh, insanely hot, and we melted. Terrible. And there was lots of road walking and towns. And so don't do that. Do the Pyrenees High Route instead. Yeah. Well, okay, so how, how difficult is, is it? Because what we had heard about the Pyrenees High Route and why we didn't do it in 2012 is we heard it was super technical, and you needed ice axes and ropes and climbing gear and there were some 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 technical stretches that you needed some skills is that true or is that hype i'd say that's more hype it wasn't that technical it was pretty uh brutal in terms of like the grade it was a lot of up and down but i'm pretty sure the gr10 and 11 are fairly similar in that regard yeah so no not much technicality i mean we needed the ice axe because of the unexpected amount of snow but okay what were the resupplies like like how how big of a carry? Did, how many days of carry? And what were the what were the resupplies like? Were they tiny towns or were they full on supermarkets? It was pretty inconsistent, to be honest. Uh, the resupplies, the longest we went with food was probably like five or six days. So they're pr- fairly frequent. Most of them were on trail, so you don't have to go too far nice. off. Uh, they also have the hut system in Europe. So even if you did run out of food, you're probably going to pass a hut every day that you could always grab some food in as well. Oh, so you guys passed a lot of huts on the 
on the high route. Yeah, tons. Really? Yeah, we didn't stay in them, but we would walk in and get like red wine and a crepe. Yeah, why not? <laughs> where, um, as you do. When, when when other hikers asked you where you were sleeping at night and you told them you were tent camping, were they horrified? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like nobody yep. does that over there, which is so bizarre. It's wild camping. Do yeah. You, do you think they were especially horrified because of the weather too? Uh, most likely, yeah. I could I, I could say it'd be partially weather, but even if it was nice out, I think the just the way to hike there is through the huts. You, so you pack less, but you're also spending like forty bucks yeah. a night to stay there without food. So yeah, seems silly. What was your uh, favorite section of the herp? Herp. Um, <laughs> HRP. Herp. Well, I, I mean, it's hard to say. All the all the sections were like awesome in their own way. The first hundred miles were pretty low, and uh, it was like bass country, which the bass culture is just. Like sheep. fascinating sheep, <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of sheep. Um, it was super, super green and really different than the whole rest of the trail. So, but it was kind of miserably hot. So, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. Let me ask you another way. If you only had a few days, like a week or something, to go back and redo a section, is there a particular section you like to redo? Um, yeah. There's a section through like Gaverny, is a town in France, and. It's like a section of the, I guess it's the national park there, which you bounce in and out of pretty frequently. But it had a lot of alpine lakes and just pretty epic looking peaks. And it was probably the most scenic area. And I've got a question about where the trail finishes on the Mediterranean. And I'm wondering if it's the same spot as the uh, GR11. Was it, was it at Cap de Cru? Does that sound familiar? No, no. it was Banyuls. Banyuls. Oh. Is that on the French side? Correct. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah, oh, you were on the Spanish side? Yeah, the GR11 starts on the Spanish side, which makes sense because the GR11 is mainly in Spain and the GR10 is mainly in France. France, yeah. So, yeah. What sort of maps and guidebooks are out there for English-speaking peoples for the Herp. Um, HRP? So I wish I could. I should have been more prepared and know who wrote the book, but there is a really awesome guidebook that guide we brought is, with us. Yeah, there's a awesome. guidebook. Yep. Okay. In English, it's awesome. Is that what you use? Yeah, we use that. Anything else? Like, did you use an app with topo maps or actual topo maps? Or um, we used a little bit of topo maps, but generally, oh, here, here's the book. Breaking news. Mm. Is that the HRP? Justine. Justine, is that the Justine, one? Justine, yep. So that's Houston. 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 Yeah, it's a, a People just call GPX. me the juice. <laughs> it's double O. It's a weird one. It's It says a digital GPX version of Justine, J-O-O-S-T-E-N. Matic, is that what you and your family used on the trail? Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I just checked out for a second. Yes, that is what we use. You had the, you had the GPX waypoints. On your phone? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were there... Mostly Twinkle, but... Paper maps involved in any way, shape, or form? It, yes, but we yeah. weren't totally prepared. So if I, if someone were to do it, I'd get all the paper maps in advance because we were planning on getting them on the way. And we looked out a couple times, but for the most part, we couldn't find any. So if you had to break it down between, say... Visually stunning, uh, that was like the visual stunning mountains that was enjoyable versus like, say, the cultural experience. Um, how much of this is cultural? Is it mostly just mountains because you're so high up? 
Um, there's definitely a ton of culture in it. Like I, I, I mean, I was coming in pretty unaware and uneducated about the area. So the Basque country was really fascinating. Um, <laughs> Andorra's there. So <laughs> that's a whole different world over there as well. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely picked up a lot of culture, but on the other hand, the HRP, we met Herp. one, we met one other person doing it. So we were pretty isolated, so it wasn't like we were having tons of conversations with people. Did, did you meet other people that were just doing like shorter shorter trips, though? Yeah, a lot of people on the GR10 or 11 when we overlapped with them. Uh, the Camino, it like crosses yeah. that for just a small section, and we saw like the most people we saw collectively of over course. the whole time in one day. So, Were there a lot of shepherds on the trail? Um, yeah, there yeah. actually, yeah, there actually yes. were. We saw tons of herds of sheep and a lot of border collies and Pyrenees mountain dogs. Oh and boy. It was awesome. Did, uh, did you have any interesting encounters with the dogs or was it all pretty friendly? Oh, it was all super friendly. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. C- can you tell us about some of the good cheeses that maybe you've, you ate <laughs> while you were there? Cheeses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheeses. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we we got down on some cheese for sure. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the names of them, but I mean, all the different uh, like little hut systems, they all had their own cheeses. They had crepes with Nutella, especially on the French side. That's where you really luck out. Did you have a lot of cured meat and bread? Uh, I did not, but I did eat a lot of bread. Right on. Yep. Fond- I, bet, I bet Twinkle ate all the cured meat. <laughs> he ate a... Crap ton of cookies, honestly. <laughs> That's what not about, surprising. This what is about guy, Malto Dextrin? Yeah, this is the guy that went on Malto and then yeah. had like seven cavities or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, was there anything about your time on that trail that surprised you or that you just weren't expecting? And it could be cultural or something about the hike itself. Like, like how, how whiny Twinkle is. Or <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess I mentioned this before. We were super surprised by the snow. We weren't expecting oh, that yeah. at all. What we had read said nothing about it, and it wasn't to be expected either. So that was kind of a pain in the butt because we had to get off trail to get all that gear, and it definitely slowed us down a bit crossing over all of it. Um, hmm. And then I also wasn't expecting to see nobody on it. So we we literally met someone the first day we did it who was, like, dipping his toe in the ocean with us. Yeah. And then we never saw anyone doing it the whole rest of the time. So. And how long did it take to go end to end? We did it in 27 days. Okay. So about four weeks, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. Yep. Is that about average or were you guys moving a little? We're moving pretty fast. Okay. We're on a timeline. Yeah. All right. I think average is, like, six weeks-ish. Yeah. We had to almost do double. That sounds right up Twinkle's Alley, though. That's yeah. right. Uh, any other questions about the herp before we move on? Anybody? What was what was the was there any sort of family conflict? <laughs> uh, was there any sort of strife? Was there strife that you and your brother needed to overcome <laughs> on this hike? I mean, we get along great. I definitely said some mean things to him. I told him he was acting like my mom a couple times, and that didn't go over really well. But since then, he's forgiven me. So, oh, okay. Nice. I actually want to ask another question about the trail itself. I know you had to go through some ice patch or snow patches and stuff, but aside from that, was the trail well marked and was it maintained? Well, it wasn't totally on a trail. So when we were on a trail, absolutely. It was like, it was a mixture of trail, 
two tracks roads and then route finding route finding yeah and route finding was at least like 15 to 20 percent of it so yeah it was most of the route finding up high like on the passes and stuff correct yeah yeah. because when we jumped down low you could jump on one of the either the 10 or the 11 so it the pyrenees high route has the word route in the name would you say that it is more of a route versus a trail or is it a trail not a route with some route maybe yeah what doesn't have to say? be one or the other Dilo. it could be could be yeah <laughs> well, how would you how would you classify it i think it's pretty accurately named i think that oh, okay. it's most so kind of a trout <laughs> trout a yeah. trout yeah it just jumps on like different trails but it does jump on the trails and <sighs> for, i don't know it felt like we were up high most of the time route finding i mean it was only like like i said 15 to 20 percent of it but still feels like a lot of you know, you're moving slower. There's a lot more work, and it's kind of fun in its own way to figure mm-hmm. out where you are. Did herp, you um, trout. Did you post any? <laughs> I don't know if you have a blog or anything, or if you post photos anywhere. Did you post anything from that hike? Mm, nothing special, just Instagram photos. <laughs> ah, can people go take a look at those? Absolutely, yeah. And ha- what's your Insta handle? Um, my nickname is Monkey, so it's it's Monkey. Okay. I T S M N K Y. Go check out Maddox photos <laughs> on the Insta handle she just said. Check out her uh, Ma- Maddox the monkey. Yeah. Her trout herp. And uh, herp trout. yeah, herp that's trout. Pyrenees High Route Trail of the Month. We've been going to Europe a lot with these trails of the month. I think I think it's time to bring it back to God's country here pretty soon. No, nothing. Maybe yeah. anybody? No, maybe. No. I think I know next next month we're at least going to be in the western part of the world. That's true. We're going so. south. Yep. Europe is in the western part of the world. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about continents I mean, here. I continents. I, continents. You know, okay. It is. It's on the western part of that continent, but I mean, you know, North America, Central America, South America. It's We're going to be in the Americas. It's all the same. <laughs> all right, let's do trips. People have gone places. Who wants to start? I'll start. D-Lo. Yes. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> doing Great. good, Dilo. How are you doing, man? Good. Did you go anywhere this time? Yeah, yeah. I took a trip. Where'd you I go? I did. Yeah, I went to San Jose del Cabo in Baja, California, sir. Really? Did yeah, you really? I did. And you know... <laughs> Just keep man, going. And you know what I really learned to enjoy while I was there? It was a kind of an uneventful trip, I must say. But you know what I really enjoyed while I was there? I learned to enjoy it. No. Tecate. Oh, tecate. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed to drink. <laughs> is it Tecate? It's not Tecate? Yeah, it's Tecate. Tecate. I really enjoy. I learned to enjoy Tecates because <laughs> when you're at this all-inclusive resort and you're like trying to make sure that your six-year-old doesn't drown in water that's over his head for kind of a long time. Or Darwinism. That's, that's what the pool attendants are for. Yeah, there's no pool attendants there, man. Um, <laughs> what me- about Don Julio? <clears throat> Did you not have any wait, Don wait, Julio? Wait, wait, wait. It's Mexico. There's no lifeguards. It's true. Did, did did you put clamato in your uh, tequete? <laughs> did you get Bud Light clamato? Why are you hitting me? Uh, I don't know because I just made a crack at Mexico, your homeland. <laughs> My homeland is Michigan. Uh, anyways, yeah, come on, mind. man. Never mind. I was just trying to say something racist. You know, that's oh, all. It's not dude. hard. You all don't right. have to try. It will right. come out naturally. <laughs> I okay. promise. Okay, but I really started. I I would see people drinking the tecates, tecates. And I just and I said that just looks so quaffable. It looks so crisp. People would have them at lunch, and so I I I I, I did it. I drank some tecates, tecates, 
You really say Tecate? That's yeah. what everybody says. So, anyways, yeah. I from my uneventful trip, I learned to appreciate Tecate's. I will probably not drink any more Tecate's now that I'm back here in God's country, the land of beer um, yeah. and marijuana. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I enjoyed them definitely while the land of marijuana. <laughs> I enjoyed them while I was there. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right, special. Where'd you go? It's his Taos here. You went to Taos? Yeah, I uh, had a friend who was celebrating, or actually I had two friends who were celebrating um, their co-birthday, and so we all went down to Taos, and uh, is that how you say it? Is it Taos? Is it ta- Taos? I don't know. Taos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so we went down. It was uh, it was pretty good. Um, it was just a weekend long, but uh, it snowed about a foot and a half the first night we were there. Whoa. So we woke up in the morning and, and got to dig out our vehicles. Um, and it was probably noon before the the plow finally came through and we had our vehicles Reburied. and stuff. Oh, like you, weren't all. Ski- you weren't snowboarding? Oh, I did, but okay. not until we were able to, like, like we, literally it took us all morning to, to dig out all of wow. the vehicles in the driveway. That's impressive. Like my, my car had, you know, a foot and a half or more of snow piled on top of it. The only thing you could see was, like, one little uh, uh, side mirror sticking out of the snow. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. Had a good time. No, cool. no real hiking other than, you know, walking with a snowboard for a little bit. But uh, yeah. It's hiking. I uh, went to... Uh, go ahead, Beauty. No, I just realized. I was like, did I do anything? I, I did, but you go ahead. I went to Orvis Hot Springs. Do you, Yay. Do you, say, do you say Orvis or do you, or do you say Orvis? I usually say Orvis. <laughs> Just to try to keep it legit. I, I thought it was Orvis. I want to thank all Orifice. of my trail show co-hosts for making that trip happen. Yeah. It was excellent. It was my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite hot springs, and it was a lovely time. Where is it? It's between Montrose and Ure. It's in Ridgeway. Oh, that's way out there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a hall. Fantastic, though. But yeah, there was a lot of soaking. There was a cold plunge that happened. Soaking. Ooh. That's for you, Twinkle. There was some sauna. There was did, uh, after the cold plunge. Did you jump immediately back into the hot? I did. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah, part. I, I did. That. Although there was about a a thirty second walk between the cold plunge and back to the hot water. So okay, which is fun because it's a it's a, a nudie hot spring. So you can do the walk from the cold plunge to the hot pool naked, mm-hmm. and or by not. And by, I know you didn't, but it's it's really awesome. It because was cold. Man. By the time I, you get there, like it feels so good to get back in. Yeah. Anyway, it was an excellent way to spend my 800th birthday. Okay, uh, <laughs> P.O.D. I went to the Salsa Rueda Festival in San Francisco. Hey, now. And hey. Yeah, and while I was there, I got to stay with Salsa with Arno and Lily. And yeah, Lily did a uh, Dear Casey letter a long time ago, and she's the one that does the underwater art with Noah. She the, she goes in their little submarine down to the earth, the creatures at the bottom of the ocean, and then she paints them on the ship. Mm-hmm. And her um, art is in the Ar- Harvard um, collection, wherever you know at Harvard. So anyway, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. She actually gave me a tour of her studio. It was so cool because she paints with fluorescence, and so she turned off the lights and put the fluorescent lights on. It's it's pretty spectacular stuff. And um, and then I also stayed a night with Justin Quality Knowles. Quality, and we went hiking. Somewhere, don't ask me where, because that's not my forte. But it was pretty awesome. We had a great view of the bay, and um, it was fun to hang out with him and get to know him a little bit more. And his family's got two cute little kids, so yeah, I got to see a few trail show people and do some dancing too. Triple O, 
I'm envious of the dancing, um, but I did not go to the Salsa Festival. How dare you? Um, I, I did take a hiking, well, a snowshoeing trip to Brainerd Lake this month. Uh, I brought a Minnesotan nice. who almost froze. Ooh. So I felt very proud of myself that I survived oh, nice. the cold better Especially than Especially as a Floridian. Good I know. Way to go. I was like, Florida pride. What's going on? I don't Florida think man. I don't think she's allowed to go back to Minnesota now, so... It was good. It was good. We found a little uh, CMC hut up there and oh, got cool. hot chocolate. There was hot some chocolate? Yeah. On the weekends, they serve hot chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah, they have volunteers up there. It's nice because it was pretty cold. So you just show up at the hut, there's people with hot chocolate, like, handing them out? Did, did they mean, have hot chocolates on the, uh, on the Pyrenees hut? Just hot crepes. No, they had hot chocolate. Oh. Wow. They got what it. is this? So hot. Was it, was it good oh. hot chocolate? It was amazing hot chocolate, yeah. yes. It probably was not as good as a French, <laughs> a French or Spanish made hot chocolate, but you know, it's it's special. Not bad. Pop that top, man! You're killing me. Pop it. Yeah, I, I was trying to wait for a moment where I wasn't going to be like interrupted. Come on, man! Too much. Pop that. Top. So yeah, I, I made it about two miles. So no, well, no, maybe four, four miles. It's not bad for a month. It's not about the miles, That's Triple right. O. It's, it's about, about the smile. Oh my God! Oh my oh. God! Oh. Wow, wow. Special has oh, spilled a beer. It? We have a class three spill. I did not spill it. Those it are, foamed over. You know, those are really hard to pour. Those crowlers are hard to pour. All it over the dog. I, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Is, <laughs> I, got, I got beer on, on Maddox's dog, Meadow. What, uh, hey, out of order, you went to Harvard, right? I did not. Oh, okay, I went mind. to the better law school. Okay. I, know I'm not, I, know, I don't know the name of the Harvard Museum where all the art is. I'm assuming it's called the Harvard Museum of is, Art. Is it pronounced Maybe? Harvard or is it Harvard? <laughs> Harvard, Vark. Harvard. Are we you still? Re- to, I have to think. You have to stretch the vowels. Are we still recording at the moment? Yes. Okay. Um, salty. How about you? Uh, no trips. I've just been living the Salida life, doing some trail running and hiking behind S Mountain. Cool. Very good. Yep. That's all. Matic, have you been anywhere this past month that involves self-powered adventure, fun? Anything like that? Pickmatic. Uh, yeah, I went and climbed Pikes Peak with the CMC Ooh. two weeks ago. And MacGyver, right? Yeah, yeah. A you winter that. summit. What trail? Uh, the bar campside. Ooh, nice. I know yeah. everything about MacGyver. I'll tell you a secret off air. How was it? How was how? I mean, it's snowy, right? What's going up snowy. in the winter like? What's going up that peak in the winter like? It was it was really easy and it was beautiful. A lot less people. Still got hot chocolate at the top. That was pretty dope. <laughs> nice. Was the did you get any of those open? fresh donuts? Yeah, they ran out literally the moment we walked oh. in. They made an announcement. So was the we road plowed? Were people driving up there in the winter time? Uh, yeah, people were oh, driving really? the day we were up. I think oh, wow. it was closed the next day due to wind. So I think it's just uh, yeah. A they, shoot. they keep the road open all the way to the summit in the winter. I guess so. Oh, okay. Excellent. We're going to take our last break. I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to take our second break. And when we come back, we've got an audio clip from Moon Kid. All right. Yay. A trail tip, salty snack, and a trail show hotline. So don't go anywhere.
Craig, Pisco, used to be Skygazer Gully. And while it's okay to change your trail name, it's never okay to listen to The Trail Show. This episode of The Trail Show podcast is brought to you by Visit Spearfish. I said it before and I'll say it again. If you're a listener of The Trail Show podcast, you'll want to make plans to visit Spearfish, South Dakota. Somehow, Spearfish has been flying under people's radars, which is crazy. Because this place should definitely be number one on everybody's places I need to visit list. Hiking, mountain biking, rock climbing, geocaching, fly fishing. You can do all of this and more in Spearfish. That's because the city is located in the Black Hills of South Dakota. If you're not familiar, Black Hills National Forest is like a 1.2 million acre playground full of outdoor adventure. In Spearfish, you can check out three epic waterfalls, bike through Spearfish Canyon, or tackle famous trails like the 76 Trail, Crow Peak Trail, and Iron Creek Trail. And that's only the beginning. When you need a break, check out the great restaurants and breweries for a taste of the local fare. Do yourself a favor and go find your adventure in Spearfish, South Dakota. Trust me, folks, you really have to go. Before you do, request your copy of the Spearfish Adventure Guide at visitspearfish.com. Who's been to Spearfish here? I have. Oh, wow. Three people in the room. Dilo, can you speak to I actually haven't been there. I've been very close. (laughs) Oh, come on. You don't count. Special. Special. Yeah, so... Uh, we went we went through there in the very early uh, um, stages of our uh, Leave No Trace tour. Ah, yeah. And uh, as as Out of Order was saying, like there's Wind Cave, uh, Jewel Cave. Um, there's the Badlands are like right there. So there's a, a lot of really cool stuff right around there. Oh, cool. I may have been to Spearfish when I was young, but I, I went on a big road trip out there with my parents. So yeah, just looking at a map, it seems like a really good base camp to see all those. This, yeah, this the site and Devil's Tower too is pretty close. Oh. Dilo, I have been there, but not to Spearfish. I've been to Wind Cave. I've been to Mount Rushmore. I've been to the. Batman. You got to go back. I've been man. to Custer you go State back. Park. Have you yeah. been to the Crazy Horse Monument? I drove by. But have you been to Spearfish? No, I don't. Then want you're out of here. You're out of here. Get out. Get out of here. All right, I'm we calling got a, a lift right now. We got an audio clip from Moon Kid. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's doing, but we're going to find out right now. Hey, guys. This is Moonkid. So I'm still in Guatemala, but I'm going to cross the Mexican border today. What? So, oh. yeah, I've been very happy to to walk, to run uh, along all those uh, small countries in Central America. It has been a very good experience to take time to have a personal feeling of uh, every country. Um, even if, of course, there is no actual gap, you know, when you cross the border from one country to the other one, it's not, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't completely change of, uh, of culture or, but nonetheless, I, I could feel some, um, particularities in every country and that was very interesting. For example, I, uh, particularly loved, uh, Costa Rica for all the, um, all the wilderness preservation. There is a lot of uh, national parks, um, and uh, yeah, that's very interesting for the wildlife. There is a lot of monkeys, a lot of birds. Without even talking about the sea life, and uh, all the the flowers, the plants, the the trees. So um, that's um, yeah, that's unique for the biodiversity and. Uh, I think they they are aware of this because they try to 
to preserve all this wilderness and that's very important even if it's uh, a little bit expensive uh, in Costa Rica that's uh, completely worth it yeah for example in, uh, in Nicaragua I could feel some uh, you know they there there was um, a social crisis in spring of 2018 and you you can still feel it that there is a lot of tension between uh, between the the population and and the police and uh, the government. I uh, I even had some some trouble with the police actually. So um, actually, I, I had absolutely no trouble at all during all, all these uh, travels of Central America, except that time with the pol with some policemen. So <laughs> criminals are sometimes are not the ones that we could expect. From Nicaragua, I um, I could feel some um, cultural change, I would say, with a big, bigger influence of the Mexican culture. And here in Guatemala, I, I, um, I really feel that I'm, I'm getting into Mexico, even if I'm, I'm not there yet. All the food, all the, the music, of course, the, the way of life, Everything looks very, very Mexican to me, Mexican to me, and that's uh, very, yeah, that's very pleasant to to see all that that progression along all those uh, small countries. So in, in the right order, that has been um, Panama, from so starting with Panama, Costa Rica, uh, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, and uh, Noah entering to to Mexico and um, yeah I've been very happy of this traverse most of all for the for the cultural aspect do you guys hear the roosters crowing in the background yes okay very good I haven't been a lot in um, in some very remote places in the wilderness or anything like this but that was a very good experience and uh, I hope Mexico will be a will be great I think probably yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a little bit ill today uh, no the weather is colder so I didn't take so much care but I'm, I'm still very I'm still fine in a good shape so still going well see you next month thank you for everything ciao I mean the guys in Mexico that was quick. I didn't know he was that far north. I knew he was getting really close. Well, he's he been told running. me the other day that, that he felt like he was already there. Right. I can't wait to see him when he comes through Colorado. Sooner Maybe than later. we'll I mean, even have case, him on the show. Quick. Oh, we should totally have him on the show. Oh, no doubt. That's going to happen. All right. <laughs> trail tip of the month, ladies and gentlemen. Who's got a trail tip? We're going to... Maddox. Maddox, you Our guest a, always gives us a trail tip. Throw a trail it tip? over to Maddox. What, what's your? Uh, do you have any like special tips or tricks? Hiking hacks that you've used, maybe on the Pyrenees High Route, maybe on your winter hike of Pikes Peak, maybe, maybe some somewhere else. Wait, I don't know. Wait, how do you yogi <laughs> so much hot <laughs> chocolate? You know. It's yeah. How anything. do you? <laughs> yeah. What? What's? What's your tricks? Uh, tricks. Tricks or I'm trying tips? Trying to think tips? of something unique. I mean the. 
one thing I wish I would have brought that I ended up buying in the Pyrenees was flip flops, but I think that's a well known really thing at this point. Camp shoes. Camp, camp shoes. shoes. Yeah. What, what kind of camp shoes does Twinkle wear? He doesn't because he's yeah. ultralight until his wife and I both had him, and then he uh-huh. caved. he caved. He caved. Ah, uh, I like it. Uh-huh. Well, if you drill holes. If you drill enough holes through your flip flops, well, he also uses it for a toothbrush. Why so <laughs> a loofah? Why did you want flip flops? Uh, just, for, I mean, your feet are so sore, and you wa- yeah. when you're walking around, it's really helpful to just have flip flops. Well, especially if it's been really wet. There's the trail tip. If it's been really wet, sometimes it's nice to have camp shoes. Yeah, because then you, you get the, that get jungle rot. It's awful. Or the perma wrinkle. Oh, it really does. Also hurt. known as prinkle. 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 I don't know. Not to be know. confused with her brother Twinkle. That's right. <laughs> Maybe we should start calling him Prinkle. <laughs> uh, prinkle. Good. Prinkle. Prinkle. Twinkly. <laughs> Somebody pushes Vane back in. <laughs> Oh my God! Call nine one one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we going into salty snack? We are. Do we have special salty snack music? I don't know. Do we? I don't. Think Maybe so. something with some salsa grooves to it oh. or something. Uh, Is that salty? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Maybe next month. Maybe next month. Did you get some audio of like a crunchy chip? Not the salty music. <laughs> All right. Salty, please. Did you uh, did you get any questions this month? I did. Would okay. someone like to ask it? Ooh. Oh, I yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I, no, not me. You've heard oh, my I'll voice too much. I'll do it. Do I'll do it. Dilo. <clears throat> Dear Salty, there are a lot of <laughs> electrolyte. Okay, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll try again. Hold on. <clears throat> Dearest Salty, there are a lot of electrolyte powders and pills out there, and I'm not sure how to choose the best ones. I'm obviously going to stay away from the high fructose corn syrup. But aside from that, I know there are different kinds of salts and sweeteners in there. Are there specific things I should avoid and or look for? Should I just scrap electrolytes and go with POD's method of water and plain potato chips? Should I just lick the salt off my own skin? Do I even need electrolytes if my trail meals have salt in them? Please help this guy hydrate. Thanks. Salt lick. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great question. Salt lick. Um, no, I do like this question because being a frugal hiker myself, I don't like to buy or carry things that I don't actually need. So that's a good question. Um, so just to lay a little groundwork, what are electrolytes? Like, what are they? What are they? And what are they doing for us? Um, so they're actually electrically charged minerals that balance the flu- fluid pressure and maintain blood pH in our bodies. And we need them for proper nerve, heart, and muscle function. Um, and these minerals, as we all know, are easily lost through body sweat and a deficiency leads to, um, dehydration, fatigue, dizziness, nausea, cramps, and spasms. So do you even need them? Um, <laughs> water and food are our primary sources of electrolytes. I think Pia, you right, need some right now. some spasming going on uh, in the room right now. <laughs> Biggie, can you stop scratching? Peace goes back. Yeah. All right, water and food are our primary sources of electrolytes, but depending on diet, water source, and level exertion, um, it might be necessary to supplement. So if your activity doesn't involve sweating and is less than an hour in duration, then you can usually get enough electrolytes through whole foods. 
Um, but if you are going to be doing activity that's lasting longer than an hour or two and it's in extreme heat, you're going to be sweating a lot, then um, supplementing is probably a good idea. And while I 100% eating, like support eating potato chips um, <laughs> in excess, um, you're just getting sodium and you're not getting all the electrolytes. Uh, so that's not going to work. For, they need to make uh, electrolyte potato chips I bet with all the minerals. I'm sure they do. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So how do you choose a good one? Um, what do you look for and what do you avoid? <laughs> Um, at a minimum, you want to make sure that an electrolyte powder has, um, like the five basic electrolytes that we lose through sweat, which is sodium, chloride, potassium, calcium, and magnesium, um, because they all work together to maintain our fluid balance. Um, so you don't want to just focus on one like potassium or sodium or something like that. And ideally they come in their most bioavailable forms. Like there are different forms of magnesium that are more bioavailable or less than other ones. Cost, of course, is an important consideration for hikers. I actually did an article about this on Treeline Review and uh, determined based on hours of research that you should find a quality electrolyte replacement for between 35 and 60 cent per serving. Okay. Yeah. Taste and convenience, of course, are also important, too. So especially if you're going to take them in the backcountry, it's nice to have either like single serving packets or ones that dissolve easily. And then in terms of looking for things to avoid... You want to avoid common allergens like gluten, soy, dairy, nuts, artificial colors, um, and then any like additives like uh, excess sugar or maltodextrin or anything like that. Like I, twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> He's heartbroken. Like I would right want now. to just pay for the electrolyte, not for like a bunch of added sugars and stuff Prinkle. like that. But um, yeah, it's pretty basic. Just try and find a good one and avoid fillers. So that's my A to your Q. Cool. Wow. <laughs> nice. A to the Q. A to the Q. I'm surprised up. that he, he doesn't just have like a, a, a little like crystal of halite or something like that. <laughs> just lick that every there so often. Yeah. I assume that's how he got his name. Right. Right. Salt, Salt lick. lick. All right. Three, let's, uh, two, one. No. That wasn't a trail tip, man. Oh. That was salty so, snack. I'm Come sorry. on. You got, I, you're confusing your segments. I, yeah, I got, you're right. I got confused. You're confused. You got, you're lost in the beer. You're lost in the, right. the bruise. In the moment. Triple O, can we get an update on the future trail show hotline? So what we're trying to do here is give you all a voice on the trail show where you can ask your questions, make your comments, tell P.O.D. and D.Lo to stop fighting all the time. <laughs> Mostly D.Lo. Or to fight more. It's D-Lo. Debate the pronunciation of Tecate. <laughs> tecate. Um, so... What do you guys think? Should we we haven't yet to to actually test this out, but we have a number. We could give out the number. And then no, 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 no. Oh, let's oh, don't give oh. out the number until we know it works. Okay, so just build the anticipation. But yeah, get Wait, ready. What 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 do we what do we need to do to make sure it works? We need to test it. Yeah, we need to call it a let's few do times. It right now, leave some inane messages. Let's, stuff like let's that. do. I can leave an inane message yeah. right now. <laughs> let's test it right now. Can you dial the number? Actually, my phone's upstairs, so I can't do it okay. right now. We'll do it, we'll do it later. But the point is, get your verbal questions ready. We'll either we'll post it maybe on Instagram or something, but we'll definitely have it for the next trail show. So get excited. Awesome. Get Whoa. Get excited, people. Get Whoa. Ready. You know, D- it's just going to be D-Lo calling in in different voices. <laughs> yes, but this <laughs> way we'll we, get a we, better he's already He's already blocked D-Lo's number. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, we will. Three... No, 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 Dilo, we're already past this. It's still not time for that. I'm going to give you a paper cut on the face. When can I I say that 3-2-1 thing again? Never again until next month. April. 
Until my birthday. Beauty, did we get any letters this we month? We did. What do you have? Dear Trail Show, my wife and I are both Clemson grads. Go Tigers! Ooh, BYOG! That's right. Y'all recently asked for listeners to comment on local conservation efforts in their community. My wife, two sons, 13 and 18, and I are members of the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. We do several lake, bayou, and river cleanups a year, as well as removal of derelict crab trap, uh, which is sea, sea turtles that get into the lake can get caught in them, as do other animals. I think I hiked with a guy named Derelict Crab Trap back in 99 <laughs> on the AT. It was Yikes. uncanny uh, resemblance. I wonder there. if he's hiked the herp. Herp. Crab Trap on the herp. Oh, Lord. It's, it's a great organization <laughs> <laughs> and is largely responsible for bringing the lake back from the brink of being unusable. On another note. They made the lake great again. Yep. I lived in New Zealand for a year doing a lot of backpacking when I was younger, and I, too, have covered all those beautiful road miles on the TA. Yeah. I thought walking on the wrong side of the road would make it more appealing, but nope. Long-distance hiking has gotten away from me for the past several years. Delo feels this pain. I'm really enjoying the podcast while I work my way back up to doing long-distance hiking, which my wife has recently given me the go-ahead to get back to do with our sons, who are now older. To get back on the trail. Yep. By the way... My eight-year-old son, Drew, loves listening to the show on our drives to school. He likes, wait, the trail news segment. Yeah. Yeah. What? No. Yes. Did D'Lo write this? No. He doesn't have a son named Drew. So I've saved a bunch to play for our short ride. My first long trail I'm gearing up for is Kerplash, Kerplash, Kerplash. The Florida Trail. Yeah. All right. Buddy Sesame's in the house. Yeah. I've actually done some swamp hiking, an easy option in South Louisiana, and we spent half our summers here walking around ankle to knee-deep water on our streets and sidewalks anyway. Yeah. Happy Trail Maintenance, Kevin Moby Durham. Moby. Moby Moby. Thanks, Moby. Yeah, Uh, and, uh, and, and thanks, Drew. For, for listening to Trail News. Yeah. Life Shout out festival. to Drew's eight. It, it, Drew, uh, whenever you want, you if you find Trail News, you be sure to, to get with your dad and send it to me. Yeah. yeah. Or, or call the Trail Show hotline and relay it to oh, us. And, yeah. And, and, and you, can be our, you can be our junior correspondent. Yes. Cool. By the way, we sent Moby some uh, stickers because he was a, a donor. And um, I think Drew wanted to send pass them out with his Valentine's. That's cool. Oh my gosh, that is so that great? cute. I That's can't pretty even sweet. take it. Any other letters? Yes. yes, yes. Okay, dearest Trail Show. After listening to the last episode where you were all saying what you were gr- thankful for, I really started thinking about all the things I am thankful for. In seeing how it is the Bobby Walter studio, I thought I'd share mine with you. As I was sipping a nice porter and munching on good bologna, I realized <laughs> what? that a lot of the things in people I am What most about bad bologna? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think there's that. there's oh. no such thing as bad baloney. Uh, you need to talk more. to Max. See Max. Um, I realized that a lot of the things and people I am most thankful for all had in common, all had a common theme, and the theme was you. That's right, you, dear Trail Show. What? Because of you, I've met some people who mean the world to me, and with those people, I've had some truly amazing adventures and opportunities, and for those, I am grateful. Because of these adventures and opportunities, I have grown so much as a person. When I first started listening all those years ago, I was not in a good place. I was in a really bad relationship. I was out of shape, 
in a job I hated and pretty miserable. I was not my happy-go-lucky self and it sucked. But because of the growth that you are a part of, I'm back. Loving every minute of life. I'm out on the trails either enjoying my alone time or with people I love. And I cannot thank you more. Much love. The Bobby Walters. Wow, we're not worthy. That's so cool. Thank you, Bobby. I honestly got almost a little choked up when I first read that. Yeah, I was like, like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me, Bobby?" (laughs) Don't. You're not. I'm. I'm not crying. You're crying. A little. (laughs) A little choked up. Special. (laughs) A little choked up. I I think some of us were in tears. I was in tears when I read that special. I was. It's. It's very sweet though. It is. It is. Thank you, Bobby. We hung out with Bobby. She's awesome. Last mailbag item here. Dear Princess of Darkness. Wait, wait, can we take a time out and talk about what Special's doing <laughs> off mic? He's got this weird, what? crazy straw. Are you trying to drink your beer through that straw? I'm not trying. I must feel like... <laughs> I have been drinking. <laughs> there's, there's Someone a... take a photo of that, please. Oh, oh, you got it? Okay, good. Johnny Carr's already on it. Okay. Um, what the hell There's is... enough volume in the combined straw there that I feel like it's <laughs> like... Probably 50% of the volume of the vessel that he's drinking out of. So you know that... Probably about 20%. 50, yeah. You yeah. know that no matter what you drink through that straw from here on out, there will always be an aftertaste of beer. No. Like guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's f- food-grade silicone, my friend. I'm gonna, oh, I'm it's gonna, silicone. I'm going to wash this out. These will be good as How do you wash out a straw that's that... I ha- I, uh, you just wash them out. It's fine. No, yeah. look how look how thin that is. Look how narrow that is. I have I have a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, their, their little carrying yeah, case... Yeah, it comes with a thing. Mason jar here has a thing. Uh, yeah. Wow, we need I've, to get them I've to got sponsor the show. I've got a system. <laughs> That's oh it. My God. So, someone call the Crazy Straw Company. We need <laughs> ten of those. I'm okay. Sorry. Where were How we? How long could we go? Like, could we get Ooh, down here yeah. all the way up yeah. to the <laughs> top floor? Well, I mean, there are theoretical <laughs> limits on how much you can actually, like, Suck. how long of a straw you can get before you just can't actually generate that much of all, like suction or whatever. But I mean, it sounds like a contest to me. But we should find out. (laughs) But if you had the straw that stretched up a couple flights of stairs and wound its way down, couldn't you kind of pull the liquid out of it with your suction? I think that's what he was just saying was that it was not possible. It would stop working. This reminds me of. So there was actually a like, um, uh, what's his name, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, like way back in the day. I'm pretty sure he actually did a a bit on this where where he tried to see how tall of a straw you could get and still and it was not very tall it was it, it, I, f- I feel like it was less than like 10 feet or something like this that. discussion reminds me of a clip from full metal jacket <laughs> it has something to do with a golf ball and a garden hose but i'm not going to repeat it here okay because this is a family friendly show all right next next letter yes dear princess of darkness and not delo thank you guys for doing an amazing job on making this podcast i'm almost done with every single episode i really enjoy <laughs> When you guys talk about the area I'm familiar with. Last year, I decided to do my first long-distance hike in 2019. Okay, so last year, he decided he was going to hike in 2019. It was only 80 miles, but every day was down at sea level and then up to 3,500 feet. My hike ended where Mission Impossible was filmed. With a stereotypical European backpack at a total of 65 pounds, I ended up losing 11 pounds myself in just five days. A total disaster, but I definitely learned that I need to change my hiking style. The hike I'm starting on in April is going to be Norway south to north. And you guys have been a tremendous inspiration for keeping me going toward my goal. Thank you so much. And sorry if my English is bad. I reckon your Norwegian is worse, so I don't really care. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Norway south to north. That sounds pretty cool. You've done that, right? 
I haven't done exactly that because I had to veer off into Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry to every Swedish person. Uh, is, that, is that how you pronounce it or is it Sweden? But I met some people hiking that and it's, it's I mean, I hiked a lot of what you're probably going to hike and it's really pretty. It's, you're going to have a great time with Norway. Norway is fantastic. Eat some of the fake Nutella they have up there. It's like the cheapest thing in the grocery store. Mm. It means is it's it, like $15. <laughs> is it called Fatella? <laughs> with the pH fake I, I don't no, know. no, no. <laughs> no, sorry. But you're gonna have a great time, and I think going going north is actually a great way. Pod, I don't need no. I'm, the side. I'm no, no, no. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. today. No, no let me tell you. Let me tell you what I was doing. This guy's actually a donor, and I put his name, it's and I put warm. the phonetics, and I was just sitting here practicing it to myself, <laughs> trying to, so I would get it right. That's anyway, what I was doing. I think going north is gonna be fantastic. I don't know what the southern tip of Norway looks like, but the northern tip, um, if you go, you have. Well, you have a couple of different options. I highly recommend going to Kinneroden because you'll be pr- probably all alone or with very few people, and it's a spectacular cliff, and it, it's like a great place to end a hike. And then you'll have to walk like 10 miles back, but that's all right. Beauty, what's his trail name? Or what's his name? Um, his name is Orion Bakken Borgeya. Orion, please send us that an audio right. clip. <laughs> I don't know. Please send us an audio clip while you're out hiking Norway south to north. We'd love to play it on the show. Yes. Yeah, and if you run into any reindeers in the yeah. northern top oh, named yeah. Theodore Jones, Theodore just Jones. near... Uh, Steer clear. I forget where, but... <laughs> Good Give luck. a little kiss on the nose <laughs> from out of order. All right, we got to take our last break. When we come back, we got Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. Don't go anywhere. Oh, boy. Three, two, one... <laughs> trail show less gear more beer and we're back baby we have drank a fair amount of beer tonight and i think we should just check in (laughs) with a very special beer that we drank tonight that most everyone in the room tonight has has drank and i tried to drink quickly but failed to do so and that is the natural light nature day Nature Nature (laughs) actually i apologize trail so nation it is not Nature Day. It is Nature Day. And we're gonna but Nature Day would be better. It's nature Day, day would be. It's Nature <laughs> <Natter day. laughs> Listen, if, it, if it's not your day, just get a Nature Day. It's Nature Day. It rhymes with Latter Day. If it's not your day, get yourself a Nature Day. Nader so day? we're going to insert a clip right now of D'Lo in Biggie's shower shotgunning <laughs> a Natter Day for his first time ever. Let's just say it's tempting to shotgun yeah. because it was a failure. I, like, when you shotgun a beer, you're sp- it's supposed to come squirting out into your mouth at a high volume, and you're supposed to ingest the entire thing. It did come squirting out of your mouth. Well, I, I mean, like, that was, that was only because, like, there was just so much beer in my mouth that I had to, you know. You're supposed to swallow it. I know, but, like, point. how do you swallow that much beer at once? It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you got to open up your throat and just let it flow. Huh. D-Lo, you need some practice, man. You need to go home. <laughs> 
watch the YouTube tutorials. <laughs> then get a case of Natty Natterday. Dilo, you need to go back to every school. Day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I think you're right, Special. I think I need to go back to college because I, I missed out on shotgunning beers when I was in college. It, I just um, didn't do it. I'll tell you, I, I never did either. Yeah. It, yeah. I, 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 I would have failed to, tr- I, to I drank I drank good beers when I was in college, and that's just... Oh, how surprising is it's that? It's just like who I am today, P.O.D. I know. Hoity-toity. <laughs> 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 All right, other than Natterdays, what else have we been drinking? I, I, nothing else matters. Talk to me about that gluten-free emission IPA, which is quite delicious. I've been drinking the... Uh, we've been drinking the Exodus Jamaican Coffee Porter. Yes. Oh, yeah, that, that was pretty good. Rasta. We also have the Sweetwater Triple Tail Tropical India Pale Ale, but I think we already talked about that one. We need some more cans. We've yeah, got some no. crowlers. We also have the Red Hair Classic, which we, ha- we haven't had tonight, but we have had it before. Um, and again, those Georgia beers are from Steve. Swept away, but last trail show, you all called me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on. Hood. And we also have Tier 2 Cannonball Creek Crowlers from Cannonball Creek Brewing Company in Golden, Compliments Colorado. of Buddy Sesame. Sesame! Trying to get us drunk. We have the Trump Hands Session IPA. With Dilo, I've got some information about right here. It's a 4.7% ABV Session IPA, a blend of German and American hops, lend notes of white grape and citrus fruit. Brewed on March 8th, or I should say canned on March 8th, 2019. That would be it's, today. You know what? For IPA under 5% ABV, it's quite delicious. All right. And we quite. also have the Black 28 coming in at a whopping 8.3 ABV. Boom. Very respectable, ladies and gentlemen. Also canned on today, March 8th, 2019 from Cannibal Creek Brewery. Is there another crawler? There is another crowd. Because we should have D-Lo shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, no, 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 what no. could possibly go wrong? Crowlers, uh, for those who aren't aware, are large one-quart uh, or 32-fluid-ounce cans. Is it time for Ask a Hiker? Sure. Can we play the salty music? You want salty music or Ask a Hiker music? Is there a difference? Of course. This is Ask a Hiker. Oh, okay. That's what I was looking for. Although, time out. We haven't done donors. That tasted like strawberries. It was gross. We're going to do donors or ask a hiker first? Wait, we didn't actually talk about the nature day. We just, did we talk about the nature yeah, day? Did anybody talk about, about the flavor of the it nature day? It was disgusting. I, th- I, I think, think we said all we needed to say. I don't think Come it was on. disgusting. I was actually kind of impressed by how I, I was impressed was. by how not disgusting it was, but that yeah. doesn't mean it was not disgusting. It was disgusting. It was, it was still disgusting. It just wasn't as. I, uh, honestly, when I first tasted it, it was, I was like, mm, okay. And then once it sat in my, my mouth for a mm. second, then I was like... Do we have any Nature Day left? Okay, there goes. <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. Here, can I try it real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on a second. Beauty. Never, never trust a man whose eyebrow hair is longer than the hair on his head. <laughs> P.S. And never trust a man who's... Chewing the back. No, the, slap the, a man. So D'Lo doesn't actually have eyebrows. Those are small wizards that just <laughs> live on his face. <laughs> I, I, think, I think what I would like to say about the na- Natural Light Nature Days is that it tastes nothing like beer. Yeah, yeah, I it, agree. It, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's full-on strawberry lemonade yeah. with some maltiness and carbonation, Ugh. but it is not beer. No. Yeah, this this tastes nothing like. There beer. is some alcohol in it though. What's the ABVs on this bad boy? One percent. Great, great starter beer. If your kids are just four point two, four point two. So comparable with some of those lovely well, IPAs we've special. been drinking tonight. Illegal. Can special say that? Yeah, that... because you really want to clean up n- Natterday vomit. Oh, <laughs> that why? sounds like a good time. Why? <laughs> um, 
Legal will have to do more research. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I must admit, I think the initial comment about the design uh, fail of the Natural Light Nature Days is, is very appropriate because <laughs> why are there these flamingos? Flamingos. Yeah. Maybe they're the high alpine flamingos. I don't know. It's just like you Remember drank we talked like about those on the last show? 13 natural light nature days and, you know. Beauty, let's do something different with donors tonight. Let's okay. just read first names. Wait, weren't we going to have these guys read them? I don't know. What? Tell me. What you guys, guys? want to read some donors? <laughs> Come on. Pass, Such enthusiasm. <laughs> pass this sheet over to... The way they got to get on a mic. One Craig Come on, Ellie. stand up, guys. You need some exercise. Come uh, on, you've been sitting. Yeah, come on, Come guys. on, buddy, get over here. Tag come on. Is. We need both of you on the mic right hey, now. Hey, out of order, will you, will you, chop, you chop. point it up so they can both stand? Yeah, come on, point it. Come on, out of there, order. There, now we doing? have like a dramatic reading. Look yeah. at that backlight. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to have to get close to the mic. And speak into the red dot. Like you're, you know. Like each other. Yep. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, you're good. All right. Let's hear, hear the name. All here. right, who are our donors this month? Our donors this month are Bernard Wolf, Goobie Russ Bear. Not Fuss Kinder, Kinder. me, yeah. <laughs> but they don't know who you are. Chris Smith, Gringo Christmas, Mattis. Christmas, Bobby Walters, the Richard Glasgow, Richard Parker, <laughs> Joshua Bow Down to Ja Bowden, Ja. Diane Pinkus. Stein. Stein. David Vitti. Hey. hey! Look at that pasta. Justin Knowles. Quality. Quality. Jason Lurch, not Church Dean. The Baptist. Don't go. <laughs> Ingrid Gerard. Vermont. Vermont. Samuel Emery. The board. The board. <laughs> Rudy from CascadeHyperPodcast.com. The competition. Big Rude. Hi, Rudy. Damn. Joffrey Cottonball Codwell. Cotton Mouth. Cotton Mouth. Yep. Godwell. Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, sus- not Sessions. Not, not Sessions. Definitely and not. Pat the Bouncer Dixon. Get out of here. Back on the trail. We won't stop till we, we get, get up that hill. hill. You guys got a lot of donors for doing your show in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. Steven the Hustler Russell. Dun, 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 I know. How dare you? Uh, Amon the Brute, Bruce. Brute. Trevor Smoke It If You Got It. The Bowman. Bowman. Load it up, bro. Spark it up. Smoke It If You Got It. Hey, bro. <laughs> Renee Shira Patrick. Shira. Oh. Of power. Wesley the Haggis Attic Greenwood. I need, I need, I need my Kevin Chickpea Cross. <laughs> Sasha Honeydew Codet. Hey now. Coday? Maybe. Mm, maybe. No, Tebow no, not Tim Williams. <laughs> Tommy the Meat Popsicle. Meat Popsicle. He obviously loves the movie The Fifth Element. Pop one Stevens. in your mouth. Joseph Picaro. 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 Lost Balls. <laughs> Love Lady. Hey, you gotta you gotta meet my friend MacGyver. <laughs> And as we continue, Daniel Fundip Sharps. Fundip. Fundip. Shira the Switchblady. Switch. And Brian the Big McNamara. Big McNamara. I, I got all confused there. I was like, we already did Shira. Oh, wait. No, there's a different Shira. I know. Different Shira. And then I read. And we have James the Cajun Spice Myers. 
Lost package. Sean Weedman. Weedman. Say no more. You get together with the Weedman and the Bowlman. What if they hung out together? They probably do. Disco, don't we have a that? I'll, I'll put it in and post. Oh, Thanks, who just man. burped? God. Was that you? It's the nature daytime. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> no, I didn't burp. Come I on, just buddy's made that. trying to read. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Patty Cake Matiskela. Patty Cake. Patty Cakes. Faker's man. And Phil Gilbert. Philbert. Gilbert. Kim Bill Cottrell. Kill, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill Cottrell. All right, Kill who's going to take a stab at the last name? I man? got it. I got it. Orian Bakken. Borgueya. Oh. I think it's Gaya. Borgueya. Orion Bakken Borgueya. OBB. Yes, Bakken that Borgueya. sounds really good. OBB. The OBB. Uh-huh. Let's ha- just call Hannah OB- Dykstra. OBB. Hannah. Or should I say it? Hannah I Dykstra. Frame by frame it. She's a repeater. Rob, I wonder if P.O.D. will read this. Johansson. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Obviously, she didn't. I the, didn't. That, that wasn't actually a donor. I just added that at the last minute before I <laughs> the show sheets. <laughs> 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 One-offs? Like, that sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> Kevin Mo- Moby Durham. Moby. Yeah. Hey. Maverick, congrats on the clean scam. Oh, yes. He's been battling some some health stuff. Congrats oh, to him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Sean Reverb Barry. Oh, Sean Barry. <laughs> By the way, the, the music <laughs> you're going to hear tonight on the trail show is Carob. Sean Reverb, Barry, and Double Crown Records. We got some surf rock for the intermissions tonight, so enjoy. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's see, we got some birthdays. Mississippi John, did you add that to special? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> that that wasn't me. I, who is, who is, I made one other change in the show sheet, but I don't think anybody noticed it. So. When is Mississippi John's birthday? I don't know who Mississippi John is. So, have any idea? Actually, I can speak to that. Yeah. It's... um. Uh, March 8th, which is today, oh, wow. is the birthday of Mississippi John Hurt, which is a famous blues singer f- for all you blues aficionados out there. He's no longer with us, but his music is excellent. Go out on YouTube or iTunes or wherever you get your music and check it out. There's another s- There's another special person who was born today, who on March that? 8th. Who? My father. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Kirby. Kirby DiLorenzo. Kirby DiLorenzo. Does he also have Lorax eyebrows? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> Kirby DiLorenzo is <laughs> a big trail show listener. And I know he's listening tonight. Aww. So, Dad, Dad, I love you, man. Happy birthday. He's also a big Mississippi John Hurt fan, yeah. which makes this a really crazy day. It is. It's it is. out of control. It's All like. Right. And we have our beer sponsor, Steve, swept away, but last trail show, y'all called me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on, Hood. Hey, let's give a big hand to Pisco and Mr. Sessoms for tonight's donors reading. Yes, Pisco and Not Sessions. Thank you, guys. Double done. Thank you. All right. Thanks for kowtowing to our peer pressure. D'Lo, take it away. I didn't do Ask a Hiker already? No. (laughs) <laughs> Who keeps burping? Three, you two, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for trail tip. Kind of no. feel like I already did ask a hiker. I guess those nature days are getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> They're pretty good. I, I, are there any more of those left? Yeah, there's a few. They're all you, man. They're I got to give them to my coworkers. They'll love me for them. Question number one. <laughs> I've never threw hiked a long trail, and I sometimes hike in tennis shoes. My tent and my pack are neither ultra nor light. I've never summited a 14er or anything over 4,000 feet, really. 
I have, however, hiked quite a few sections on shorter and longer trails around the U.S., and I have to say, what's with all the hate for the Green Tunnel? While I find mountain ranges and open deserts awe-inspiring, I love the intimacy of East Coast and Southern Woods. I live in Northwest Georgia myself, and I love the hiking around here. Sure, we need more DEET and permethrin, but where else can you round a corner to find yourself a gully blanketed in a sea of ferns while morning glories paint the trunks of oak and pine? Oh. Man, I, I want to go. So why do people hate on the Green Tunnel so much? <laughs> Have you met anyone else who would pick hiking in the woods over climbing tall peaks? Also, please liberally ally the trail show bump to the Pinhody Trail, a 335-mile through-crossing Alabama-Georgia trail. Gr- great to hike from September. For the adventurous ones, Pinhody <laughs> can be used in conjunction with the Bent Mackay to make your through-hike of the AT more through than everyone else's. The BM Trail. Kind of sincerely. Steve swept away, <laughs> but last TTS, y'all call me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on. Hood. P.S. I never listened to the trail show. Wow. Nice. There, there's a couple questions in there. Well, Let's I think it was really about, really about why do people hate on the AT. Well, I, you know, I, I kind of. Wait, what's what, the AT? <laughs> When he said Ow. that, when he was Ouch. describing the flowers and the ferns and the green, I got to say... Where else can you round a corner I miss, to find yourself a gully blanket? I miss the green. I, I miss that lush green that you find in the southern Appalachians during the right seasons. Like, I miss that sometimes because it gets very brown around Colorado, especially in the winter. Everything is brown. And, and where swept away is that lots of things are green. I miss green. I need some green. Yeah, but but also, you know, for example, along the AT corridor, it's not always green. It's not no. green. No, it's, it's, not green. it's March. December. It's gray, and the trees are barren. Yeah. Oh, before things bloom and sprout. Yeah, just like here. Yeah, just like everywhere. Where <laughs> I need some green. I mean, I will say that, uh, like, I just went to um, San Francisco. Oh man! And when I landed, I was like, "Wow, it's so green here." And yeah. I went for a walk from Lily and Arno's house to the water, and there were so many flowers blooming in people's yards. I couldn't believe it. It was incredible. Because it was green. Yep. I actually don't hate on uh, East Coast hiking. I like it. I enjoy the green. I enjoy the thick forests. I enjoy the lack of views. But maybe that's because I grew up there and I like that. I, I found myself looking at an article in a magazine recently this week, and it was a picture of some uh, mountains in Vermont. And I looked at the mountains, and they weren't very big. But they were very green. Actually, it was the fall time, so they were starting to fade in color. And they looked just so beautiful. Yeah, I really I, liked it. It was a beautiful day of nature. I also grew up, Salty and I both grew up in the Midwest. And um, it's very green there as well, where I grew up. And when I go in the summertime, it almost feels a little, um, I haven't gone in the summertime in a long time, but it feels a little suffocating to me, I think. And that was one thing that really... One of the my most favorite sections of the AT are, are all the places that went above treeline because I hadn't experienced that before. And when I came to Colorado, all those giant views where you can see for so far in so many mountain ranges, 
there was something about that, I think, for me, anyway, that was more inspiring, I'll, I'll just say it. And, and, and also, the thing with the AT now is, like, the tick thing. Man, yeah. I just... Yeah, the tick thing's a little difficult. So I, 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 haven't, I haven't hiked the AT. I've done some pieces of it, but uh, little pieces of it. I don't hate the green tunnel as a concept. The pieces that I've done, I like that. Um, in fact, all the hiking <laughs> that we did in that part of the country or in like the more less tall views. I don't know. I think they're, it's pretty awesome, but it's just different. Um, I definitely don't think it's as, as like in your face sexy. While we're talking but East coast trails, I want to throw in a quick plug for foot stuff podcast episode number 37. They interviewed former trail show guest and oh, Adirondack yeah. man of mystery, Mr. Eric Schlimmer. They talked to him about his trans ADK route. And they also talked about, they talked to him about his new book, which is called Among the Cloud Splitters, Place Names of High Peaks Wilderness Area. Mm. D'Lo, that's like near that. and dear to your that, heart. Yeah, man. That's, I, I know the High Peaks and Wilderness Area. That is a I've really interesting episode. If, you've, if you're interested in the Adirondacks or you've heard about the trans ADK route or you've listened to Eric Schlimmer before, check out Footstuff number 37. It's a good listen. My dear friends of the trail show, as a Portland resident for the last 10 years, I have steadily watched as the traffic leaving town on Fridays in the summer has grown worse. Gone are the days of leaving town at four and breezing through Govey in just over an hour. Now it takes two, sometimes more. And if I wait to leave until Saturday, I find that the trailhead parking fills up too quick for my late arrival. What's a city-bound hiker to do? One of the joys of the thru-hikes I've been on in the past few years is not being a part of the rat race. I'm not concerned with trailhead parking or traffic heading back to the city on a Sunday night. But suffering through gainful employment for the time being, that's not an option. So my dear friends of the trail show, do you have any suggestions for avoiding traffic and crowded trailheads for the weekend warrior? Any suggestions would be much appreciated. Most sincerely, Cindy Rose City Lady, Waldrop. Okay, so you go out there Thursday night and you put up police tape across the park. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good trail tip. And then when you come up on Friday, everybody will be somewhere else, <laughs> not on your trail. Uh, you just pull into the parking lot and uh, and hike your hike to your hike little your heart's hike. content. I don't, I don't know what kind of job uh, Rose City Lady has. But uh, one thing that immediately sprang to my mind is that if it's really that important to you, maybe sitting down with your employer and negotiating, maybe taking Mondays off and working on Fridays or taking Fridays off and working on Sundays, like doing a different type of schedule than everybody else, because that would allow you to, you know, get out. Taking Mondays off and working on Fridays. Most people work on I mean, Fridays. Saturday. I mean, Saturday. I don't know what world you're living uh, in. Salida world. <laughs> Oops. Uh, that's yeah. a, that's a great suggestion. Another another uh, <laughs> another pro tip that I have is uh, one of my pro techniques is the sub twenty four hour hike, where yeah. you leave town on Saturday at three, and you're on the trail by five, and then you're kind of done hiking the next day by twelve or one. Yeah, you might have to suffer a little traffic heading home, but uh, you've that that evening hike on Saturday is nice, and to make it a little bit more fun and a lot less crowded, you can always just go off trail on those little sub twenty four hour hikes. Yeah, and I suppose if you go on a Saturday, you can get kind of your whatever prep work you normally do on a Sunday before yeah. you go, and then 
Then you don't feel stressed when you get home. I think your tip, though, about just uh, negotiating some time with your employer to say, hey, can I work Saturdays and take Mondays off is Or, or you know, you, I mean, you can also just see if you can work maybe a little bit longer uh, the other four mm-hmm. days of the week so that, yeah. hey, 2 o'clock on Friday, I'm gone. Bye. Or you could just move. Bye, Felicia. You could move to Idaho. Yeah, you, you look that up Idaho. yet? Yeah. Or if uh, you know if you can't do any any as far as switching days out, you can always just try and really embrace sunrises and yes. sunsets, mm-hmm. right? Like if if you go out there just as it's getting, as you can barely see. I mean, yeah, it's hard to wake up that early, but you're probably gonna see much more beautiful things than you normally would in the middle of the day. You're gonna have a higher chance of seeing animals, and you know you'll get great sunsets. You'll be there before the traffic. You'll be leaving before the traffic. Um, and the same with sunsets. If you walk into a sunset, you're going to be leaving after everyone else. You can get there way later than everyone else. You can get parking spots as people leave. So You could leave town uh, well well after rush hour and sleep at the trailhead, right? That kind of makes it a little bit more adventurous, too. And that helps you get that extra early start, too. You, know, you don't have to wake up two hours before dawn to get the sunrise. You could just kind of wake up right when it's about to happen. Dawn Patrol. I like it. Any other questions for Ask a Hiker this month? That's all we got tonight, unless there's any from the room. Hey, we had a question a while ago about somebody, or a comment about somebody saying asking us to stop the screaming. Did we ever address that? Yeah, I just did the audio. Levels. No, we did not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we never. Below, why? But we never read it, did we? Oh, we'll play. No, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't like a oh, mailbag okay. letter. It was like turn, like adjusted levels. My eardrums are breaking. So they're like whoever's screaming. Now we know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've send your hate mail to out of order. We've made some adjustments, so hopefully it's a if little easier. If that hurt your eardrums, you can sue out of order on your ears. Hey, before we forget. Salty, have you launched your Adventure Ready course? I did. I launched it this past Tuesday. Talk to us about it. What's the deal? Yeah. um, So it's it's, uh, a guide to increasing your energy, endurance, and optimizing your health for an upcoming hike. And I have a price promotion going on since this is the initial launch. Very good. Yep. It goes until March 17th, and you can save $200, which is 50%. Wow. Wow. Is there a trail show uh, code that... Yes. There There might be. You'll have to look for it, though. (laughs) We're not giving it out to the listeners. We're not? Oh, we're not? Oh, are we? (laughs) I thought they were going to get it through, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Through your, yeah. Through your show notes. But it's up to you if you want to give it out to the entire Let's give it out now. Like, people that are listening to the show should should get some benefit, maybe. I don't know. If they've listened this far. It's Salty. Okay. Good call, Salty. They should go to the show notes and click through through your link to okay. see my course and then they can enter the code bonus at checkout to save $200 off. Wow. And it's awesome. I've already got some people enrolling and we have a private cool. community and uh, you can go through the the content in six weeks. You get your diet dialed in, your gut health optimized, your sleep, uh, you get a personalized training plan. Um, yeah, it's all there. So it's pretty much everything, the foundations of health to get you ready to go. Prinkle. And, and then when you. You, you hit the trail, you hit the ground running. Um, I have a question. So you launched it, but you can start this. You don't need to have started it right now, right? So you can do it, at, you know, in a week or two weeks. Or yes, that's right. Yeah. So it's self-paced, so you can like enroll at any time and go through it at your own pace, and it's one hundred percent online. Yeah, and and even after March seventeenth, it'll still be available, but just not at the price promotion. 
Can you so, can you discuss the private gated community you alluded it's a, to? It's a secret. Yeah, you, you no, can't. I can't. Okay. I can't talk about it. It's you have not, to. You have to. You have to be. Course. Course. You have to be first inside. Rule, first rule. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yep. Okay. Just There's a lot of secret oh, information talked okay. about. No problem. All right. So <laughs> I'd ask. The easiest way probably is just go to www.trailshow.com. Look at the show notes for show eighty. Find the link to Salty's course. Click it. <laughs> For and a ticket. <laughs> get adventure ready. <laughs> That's right. Cool. Yeah, we'd love to have you. All right, we've got a uh, tent stake situation here to talk about. Oh, and yeah. I don't know it's who made up this, this tip, but it's involved. It's not a tip. So it's, what a is it? it's a tent stake review. It's our gear review. Okay, go. Hold on, let's rock out. Okay, let's go. Nature day. Okay. Tent stake. Nature, Nature day. Tent stake used for your nature day. Okay, well, this was sent by a listener, and it looks like I forgot to put his name on it, so that's cool. Um, tent steak tip. I cut back my fingernails too far to pop can ta- tabs for guitar reasons. I think it's safe to say we all know you can use a tent steak to pop the tab, so this tip is what not to do. Okay? I normally use an aluminum tea steak to pop tabs in the woods, since that's my preference in steaks. One night on the Pinhoti Trail, I found myself in a situation where I had already set my stakes and I desperately needed to pop a beer. So the stakes were already holding up the tent. Too lazy to pull out a tea stake from the ground, I grabbed a spare shepherd's hook from my pack and pried away at the tab with a straight end. You see where this is going. By the way, I totally hear Mags saying that. But anyway, the point slipped with a reasonable amount of force behind it and I buried the point of the dull shepherd's hook a half inch into my hand, right in the webbing between my thumb and my finger. Oh, Lord. oh that's actually a pretty good place, though. <laughs> You're gonna do it. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab myself. Where should He's I like, do it? I'm just saying, I, I've stabbed myself in the hand, and I'm four percent disabled because of it. So, like, okay. I'm just saying, in that little fleshy area where there's not like nerves to sever, is yeah, not a bad spot. Okay. Technically four oh. percent disabled. Yes. yes. Four. Yeah. I, <laughs> seems I know. so specific. <laughs> that, that. Yeah. There's a workman's comp formula or something oh, like that okay. for permanent partial partial disability, and that's I what see. I got. All right. So steak safety tip: only use tea steaks or shoehorn steaks to pop the tab. And I think that was actually also from Swept Away. But last TTS, y'all called me Robin. So I'm adopting that from now on. It's either from yeah, I think it's from him. What what exactly is a shepherd's hook? It's the the curved one that looks like a shepherd's hook. Okay, yeah. I mean yeah, the, all right, yeah, like Jesus. Yeah, got it. If you'd hiked the <laughs> the the Pyrenees high route, you'd have seen many sheep and shepherds. Yes, you would know what a shepherd's hook looks like. Anyway, that's the uh, trail tip. Don't use a shepherd's hook. Only a tea stick. Wait a minute. This is record setting. We're coming in for the close, D-Lo. Wait, don't hey. we have, like, some interviews? No. No, we just have no. two more crawlers for you to shotgun in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I'm Get wearing rain my gear rain on. gear. <laughs> Big thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Big thanks goes to Matic for talking to us about yeah. the HRP, also known as the Pyrenees High Route. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, big thanks goes to our beer donor tonight, P.O.D. Yes, our beer donor tonight with the super long trail name, Steve Swept Away. But last trail show, y'all called me Robin, so I'm adopting that from now on. 
hood. Sabdalal our camera. So I have to know. That's like the short version. What? <laughs> what was that? Acronym, I think out acronym. of order is drunk. <laughs> Sounds like he's learned a speech over there. Big thanks goes to Double Crown Records for providing tonight's music. We heard the Volcanics off their album Stompin' Garage. You can get their music at iTunes, Amazon, or if you want to go old school and get a CD, you can get it at Double Crown Records online. What else? Uh, We've got right here. here. I I just want to give a shout out to Natural Light Nature Days. (laughs) Because this is for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. Thank you, Natural Light. Big thanks goes to Buddy and Pisco for sitting in tonight. And for the pie and the beers. Yes, and the the cashews. Excellent. Um,. We had a show sponsored tonight. Beauty. Right. Who was this that? episode of the Chill Show podcast was brought to you by Visit Spearfish. Spearfish. Spearfish? What is Spearfish? I'll tell you. Spearfish is this hidden gem located in the southwest corner of South Dakota. This place is an absolute paradise for anyone who enjoys the outdoors. I suggest starting your adventure in Spearfish Canyon. Imagine thousand foot tall rock faces, the smell of pine and wild sage, and the sound of roaring waterfalls. That's a Spearfish Canyon. Hikers should also make time for Crow Peak. You'll scale up 1,500 feet before being treated to crazy beautiful views of the Black Hills. Trust me, folks. Spearfish is where you'll find your best adventure yet. Request your copy of the Spearfish Adventure Guide at visitspearfish.com. Thanks and praise to all our monthly PayPal donors. Get yourself a brand new, one-of-a-kind trail show bottle opener and some ice-cold trail show stickers for a $15 or more donation. We're going to post some pics of that beautiful uh, Superman Craig Pisco Gully bottle opener. Those are hot off the press. Brand new, never before ever seen in trail show history. Get them while they last. They're going to go fast. Uh, yeah, $15 more donation at thetrailshow.com. You can always find us at The Trail Show. We're on Twitter at Trail Show. We're on Instagram and Facebook at The Trail Show. We're on the Stitcher app, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, and of course on iTunes. Another trail show is coming on, but don't fret. We'll be back next month with more beers, trails, and nonsense. Tons of nonsense. For the Princes of Darkness, D'Lo, Special 41, Triple O, Salty, Matic, Pisco, Biggie, Buddy. I'm Disco. And Ciao. Meadow the dog. Meadow, Meadow. Meadow Ed. Meadow Ed. Meadow Ed. Keelan Pie. Nature days. Shotgun beers. Shotgun beers. Oh God! It was a fail. No, it, it was an epic like, fail. Come on. Like a BB, we need to it save was more that like a BB gunning of a video beer. Yeah. and show that to Delo's kids when they're nineteen. <laughs> yeah, like look what your dad tried to do and just failed. Here's how you do it, Dad. More. That's that's great, son. Ba, ba, ba. Good job. Boop, boop. Good job <laughs> shotgunning the beers, son. Butterbup. I think that's a show. Okay. All right. Is that it? That's it. Okay. I mean, we get along great. I definitely said some mean things to him. I told him he was acting like my mom a couple times. Dear Salty, there are a lot of electrolytes. Okay, that's not going to work for me. The weather is colder, so. I didn't take so much care. 
That sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> Somebody pushes Vane back in. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> it's the Natterday shotgun, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, it smells like shampoo. All right, so that's your hole. So now put put your mouth on the hole. Go up and pop the top. This is an epic fail. Epic fail. <laughs> hey, we're making a, a Skype call. Hello. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Oh. Here we go. Let's play a prank on our own phone line. Real beer, anybody? Yes. Ugh. The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Trail Show. Oh! What's up, Trail Show? Ah! What's up, Trail like. Show? Ah! <laughs> What's up, Trail Show? Ah! <laughs> Bye, Trail Show. Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>